Welcome to Regenerate You. I'm Dr. Nirvana, a board-certified and licensed naturopathic doctor. I created this podcast to share my tips and knowledge on restoring your health naturally. It's exciting to share my unique approach with you to regenerating your body from the inside out. So get ready to receive practical and effective approaches for living your best life possible in under 15 minutes. Welcome to Regenerate You. I'm Dr. Nirvana. Today, I wanted to talk about what mold has to do with your health because it has a lot to do with your health. When we find out that we have mold that's in our body, the main reason this isn't a good thing is because it produces toxins that we call mycotoxins. And these mycotoxins become little soldiers and bad guys that do so many bad things in our bodies. Some people actually have a genetic predisposition to not being able to detoxify the mycotoxins easily and are at a risk for becoming really ill when exposed to mold. So much so that they have such a severe sensitivity that within 15 minutes of being in a toxic mold infested room or building, they become ill and they start having trouble breathing, breaking out in hives or rashes or getting really nauseous. But even if you don't have the genetic risk factor, mold can be a problem for you as well. The exposure to mold, especially over an extended period of time, will weigh on your immune system, making you more susceptible to other illnesses, and it burdens your liver and all your other detox organs. Unfortunately, mold-related illness often goes overlooked or misdiagnosed because conventional medicine doesn't acknowledge that mold can make you sick. Even some functional medicine practitioners aren't well-versed on how to handle mold toxicity. And, you know, we're all still learning more and more about it every single day. But some of us out there specialize in it more so than others. So seek someone out that really specializes in mold toxicity if you suspect that you have it. And getting a diagnosis for mold-related illness can be challenging too because the symptoms often cross over with other conditions, which can include a huge array such as aches and pains and asthma, sinus issues, difficulty concentrating, brain fog, dizziness, flu-like symptoms, chronic fatigue, headaches, mood swings, rashes, weight gains, night sweats, weakness, tingling and numbness throughout the body, and even hormone imbalances. So there is, however, one signature sign of having a mold-related sickness, and that's having an autoimmune disorder such as Hashimoto's, which can be triggered by mold exposure, or some other chronic conditions that don't get better with treatment such as Epstein-Barr or Lyme's disease. Two other signature signs of mold toxicity are frequent urination, since our body is trying to eliminate the toxins all the time, and another symptom, which is really interesting, is being electrically charged. What does that mean? That means when you walk around your house or outdoors or wherever you're at, you shock almost everything you touch. I know, it's wild, but it's true. So, How do you know if you're living with mold? The only way to tell if mold is toxic and whether it's having an effect on you is by testing for it. One of my favorite 
labs that offers this test is Great Plains. It's a simple urine test since toxins are excreted through the urine. This type of test checks whether mold toxins are being eliminated in that way. And again, it's super easy. And I typically order it for my patients when I suspect some sort of mold toxicity. Also, I like to check certain markers in the blood that'll give us further confirmation as to what the mycotoxins are doing in the body, or if my patient has other viruses that are feeding off the mold, basically they're using the mycotoxins as food. And some of the mold blood markers are, get a pen and paper and jot this down if you like, C4A, C3A, M as in Mary, SH, melanocyte stimulating hormone, TGF beta 1, and VEGF, VEGF. These blood markers will show the inflammatory response that's occurring in your body as a result of the mycotoxins. And I also like to rule out a current or past medical history of Epstein-Barr, which is one of the biggest companions to mold toxicity. They're each other's besties because they fuel each other's fire. Unfortunately, this isn't good for us because it wreaks havoc on our body and it causes even further depression of the immune system, causes even further extreme weakness, fatigue, hair loss, aches and pains, a lot of the things that we see in Hashimoto's. And one surefire way of figuring out whether or not you had Epstein-Barr or were exposed to it is generally most people that had mono as a child have Epstein-Barr. Um, so at this point, I'm sure you're wondering, what can I do to get the mold and viruses out of my body? First things first, find the source for your mold or of your mold by hiring a mold inspection specialist to come out. If they find mold, it has to be remediated. Spraying the mold with any liquids like bleach makes it worse, believe it or not. Until the mold itself is removed, you're being exposed to the mycotoxins on a daily basis. And no matter what you do, you're fighting an uphill battle until it's torn down out of your home for good or out of your office for that matter for good. It can even be in your car. Secondly, remove the most inflammatory dietary triggers, which would be soy, corn, gluten, dairy, eggs, processed sugars, and alcohol to help ease the burden on your body. Thirdly, support your body's elimination process through making sure you sweat regularly and have daily bowel movements. That's so important. And you want to support your liver with a glutathione IV as much as possible. Glutathione is the most powerful antioxidant for liver, especially when we want to facilitate detox. As the toxins are making their way out, you'll want to bind them too with some charcoal. I have my compounding pharmacist actually make a prescription binder that's got some antioxidants in there too to help the detox process which is a really powerful agent to make sure that the toxins get out so they don't recirculate in your body. The sooner you get them out, the quicker you'll begin to feel better. Fourth, don't forget about your nasal passages. Fungus and mold like to set up shop in damp, dark places such as your nasal passages. 
Using a nasal swab test, we can identify if bacteria and fungus have made their home in your sinuses as a result of the mold exposure. And then based on these results, there are antimicrobial nasal sprays that you can try. I love the one from Biocidin, but I actually prefer to use it with an at-home nebulizer. So you can actually put the Biocidin in some water and nebulize it that way. We can get it deep into the lungs and sinuses, which will absorb quicker into the blood, in the brain, and nasal passages. Toxins love to linger in the brain and the central nervous system. And the nebulizer will work to cross the blood-brain barrier to absorb them. And lastly, you want to heal your gut. The gut is where fungus likes to eat its food. It loves to eat heavy metals, pesticides, eggs, soy, corn, gluten, dairy, and bad gut bacteria. Yummy. This can lead to other infections such as parasites and H. pylori infections, which leads to ulcers, yada, yada. And that'll contribute to leaky gut, which allows the toxins to get into the bloodstream. So a good place to start would be with my Gut Become Powder, which helps to heal the inner lining of the GI tract to keep it in check and keep the bad guys out. Lots of information for today to take in. So if you need to listen to this podcast a couple of times, do so. And take inventory of your symptoms and your medical history to see if you may be a candidate for mold testing and actually mold treatment. If you have any questions, you can find me on my Instagram at Dr. Nirvana or on my Facebook page at Dr. Nirvana Heals. And remember, when you regenerate, there's a new you every day. Bye-bye, everyone.